Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. I'm running. Run faster. That boulder's gonna crush us. I'm going as fast as I can. How are you this out of shape? Don't you ride a bike everywhere? The bike does all the work. The health benefits are a myth. I knew it. What's the point of this? Isn't the idol just going to turn into strawberry yogurt on this trip home? Anna told us it's not strawberry yogurt. It's a whole molecular destabilization thing. Whatever! It's solid gold now, but it'll be liquid crap in the present. Try worrying about something else. Uh, like what? Like that bottomless pit Ooh. up ahead. What? We gotta jump! I can't. It's either that or Boulder go squish. Here we go! I, I can't believe I did that. Uh, maybe biking everywhere is good for you. <laughs> you see, everything according to plan. We get the idol, we bury it someplace modern archaeologists don't know where to dig for it, we boogie on back to the present, pick it up, and score. All according to plan, huh? Exactly. Charlie? Yes, Steve? Was a bunch of people pointing guns at us part of the plan? Uh, no, sir. It was not. Hello, comrades. Sergei Belitnikov. The same. And you remember my paramour? You mean her? Why do you stare, little man? Who, me? Yes. Ha, Katya. Katya looking. Hand over the idol. What do you want it for? Is this another device? Device? You know, for, for time travel. No. It's big and golden and worth much money. We experiment with your capitalism. We'll never hand it over. You will. Or hench people will alter blood to lead balance in bodies significantly. I think we should give it to them. Fine. Here. Spasiba. Do svidania, comrades. Another trip home empty-handed? Better that than full of lead. Come on, let's go. Sit right down, open up your ears, time to take you to a new destination. Tell you a tale that you won't believe, gotta use a little imagination. Charlie and Steve both down on their luck, looking for a job to pay. Walking the streets, all help one at sign, winning to see what they had to say. You look like two nice guys Come on in and we'll give you a try We're an agency here of the traveling kind Call it's about time These get-rich-quick-in-the-past schemes keep turning into barely-alive-in-the-present enterprises. It only takes one, buddy. I thought the saying was you gotta catch them all. You, my friend, are playing the wrong game. Charlie, call the cops. Uh, Mr. Atwood? You're here to rob us, aren't you? No, Charlie. We've been through too much together. I couldn't do that to you. But how are you... I mean, did you break out of jail? No, no. I plea bargain, good behavior, legal stuff, and I'm a free man again. Well, good for you, buddy. I've been doing a lot of thinking about who I am, where I came from. I understand that. I've explored my own ancestry some. With disastrous results? That's a matter of opinion. What's going on, Mike? It's... 
Okay. I guess there's no other way of saying this. I am a direct descendant of Genghis Khan, uniter of tribes, conqueror of nations, and emperor of Mongolia. Wow. Well, factually, about one in every 200 people can trace their ancestry back to- Shut up, Steve. He's opening up. I want to find out more about who I am, why I am the way I am. Can you help me? You, uh, got cash? Well, sure. Then, Mr. Atwood, it would be my genuine pleasure. Uh, hello? Is anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. Ah, there is someone at home. What can we do for you? I was talking with a friend of mine. Said a woman had hurt his pride. Uh, no. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. What if I love you, baby? Ooh, don't do me like that. Is this how you usually treat your customers? Uh, honestly, we don't uh, have that many customers. Uh, so, my friend, Carpathia. Carpathia Jones? Well, how many Carpathias do you know? Well, just the one. But you never know. Well, she told me about this trip she took and this dude, Rensfield, and, well... I did some Googling, and I've got a hunch. Ah, your posture's fine. There's more going on here than meets the eye, isn't there? You're not wrong. What can we do for you? I came in 2043rd place in the bridge run last April. You know what they say. If you're not 2043rd, you're last. It was out of 32,000 runners. Not bad. I was in the speed walker division and came in eighth in my age group. What age group was that? Pre-AARP. I want to set a world record, but I don't have the speed. What I have is endurance. I want to be the first man to run the length of the Great Wall of China. <laughs> That's impossible. The wall's in disrepair. It can't be done. Uh, my friend here isn't like us, sir. He's not a dreamer. Tell us more. Well, I was thinking, if you could send my friend Carpathia back to the 1400s to see Vlad the Impaler... You can send me back to 200 B.C. when Qin Shuang had just completed the wall. Still, that's a true 5K, as in 5,000 miles. That would take you... Two years. The plan is to run 10 miles a day, with weekends off to hobnob with the locals and soak up the local culture. I don't know. Hush, hush, sweet Stephen. It just so happens that we have another party heading that way. You could jump on the bandwagon and drop us a card when you're done. A card? A postcard. See, it works like this. We never seem to have enough thread from the hordes on the plains. Mongol hordes? I'm not talking about Chinese trollops. What? I'm sorry. Your mind just tends to slide towards the gutter, so I assume... Trollops and Mongols and hordes. Oh, my. Hi, I'm in the wall. Oh, my. The Great Wall of China. He knew what you meant. I did know what you meant. Wait, do know? Do. Now I'm confused. Do tell. No, don't tell. We always end up in circuitous conversations that seem to go nowhere, so don't ask, don't tell. Don't care. I'm running the Great Wall. The teeth, the tail, the whole damn thing. No one's ever done it. Take me to 200 BC. That's a mistake. Uh... Huge mistake. It's when the wall was fresh and new. It's the perfect time. Do you know when people build walls? I don't know. Um, good fences make good neighbors? Robert Frost. Finally, a game I want to play. All oh, those songs, so obnoxious. Uh, but poetry. The wordplay of kings. I think you're back in one of those go-nowhere conversations. People build fences when they are scared. 
Are you familiar with the Minutemen? I dated a Minuteman once. It was a quick affair. I'm talking about the ones in Arizona. On the border? Yeah, they're sort of a supplemental border patrol. So picture that with no legal restrictions. Nasty, shiny swords and a 25-foot wall at their backs. Oh, that sounds terrible. We recommend 1200. It's calmer. The wall is broken in. But not broken down. Hey, guys. Well, look what the cat dragged in. Better than what the cat coughed up. So, the two of you are heading back to 1200? I want to meet my maker. I mean, my grandfather. Genghis Khan. <laughs> he's kind of a big deal. I mean, he's not my grandfather, exactly. I really have to add a bunch of greats in there, but after two or three, they start to lose meaning. We understand. We'll put you in something sure to make a good impression. Patriarchs are so difficult to please. Off with our heads! I hope he's not talking to us. We just got here. Keep your head and your voice down. It, it's okay. He's family. There will be no survivors! I'm off to the races. Genghis is your time travel fantasy, not mine. Hey, come on. Haven't you ever heard of the buddy system? Stop right there! Uh, who? Me? Your pallid, pale skin marks over a foreigner. Uh, no disrespect intended, but uh, you don't look that hot yourself. I'm guessing that sheen is related to diet? I am unfamiliar with this word, diet. And my majestic sheen is due to the regular ingestion of tiger's blood. Confather Genghis, it's me. Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice's boy. It's an infestation. There must be a breach in the wall. I told them not to build that big, beautiful door in it, but no! We need to have people here to mow the lawns, they said. Who's going to clean the toilets, they asked. This is what we get, a pale imitation of man. Wow, now I see where Grandpa got it from. You don't care who you offend, do you? I refuse to sweep anything under a rug. Why don't you come over here and we can talk? You can trust me. No one is to harm the two foreigners. I, your Khan, have spoken. Okay, with that, I have to run. You are my guests. And by guests, I mean prisoners. Tell me more of this diet sorcery. So, the idol thing was a bust. Next on our list Do we is... really want to push our luck on these? I mean, that was a close call. I still can't believe Sergei let us go like that. Well, once he was holding that golden monkey, the incentive to kill us was just, poof, gone in 60 seconds. I don't think it hurts that Katya seems to think you have a thing for her. Yeah, women are like bacon. Yeah, they look good, they smell good, they taste good, and eventually they will kill you. I never thought about it like that. Maybe bacon is the wrong analogy. Maybe bacon is just wrong. It just seems like if you're in a relationship, women suddenly find you attractive. But the moment the relationship ends, you can't give it away. So, if you have bacon, people find you attractive, but if you don't have bacon, not so much? Maybe bacon's a good analogy after all. Well, even a stopped clock is right twice a day. So, next on the list. Uh, we visit Van Gogh early in his career and buy a bunch of his paintings. He was a drunk, so he'll probably sell us a lot for beer money. I guess. As long as they don't turn into yogurt or whatever. Not to ruin the surprise, but I was thinking one of those paintings might make a nice wedding gift. You know, if we ever figure out what's up with you and the ripped-up wedding invitation, and the mystery bride and all that. 
Yeah, there's no avoiding that now. Why the change of heart? Uh, you missed it. It's because you were drunk. Oh, or, or enchanted, or, or whatever. I'm often drunk and enchanting. But back in Camelot, I talked to Merlin, and he said I have to get married or Ragnarok. That's like the, the Norse, Norse apocalypse? We have to do something. We can go back to 1915, but I need a bride to make it happen. Well, you're not going to find one around here. Let's go drink. Silence! I can barely hear myself think. I gotta run. To quote a meme, I ain't got time for that. It's ain't nobody got time for that. Stop embarrassing me in front of my ancestor. I don't like whispers at my table. Are you turning down the hospitality of the Khan? We would never... Never! ...even remotely consider the possibility of contemplating thinking about that. Who's got two thumbs and is everybody's favorite general? That's right, this guy. General Sao, your absence had become a cause for concern. I thought perhaps you were... A chicken? <laughs> <laughs> But, but seriously, what's for dinner? I hope it's not beef lo mein again. It's too predictable. I could make you dinner. What the heck you doing? I worked at a Chinese restaurant all through college. I got this. Yes, pale and skinny stranger. I will trust you to prepare my food. But if my taster dies, I'll feast on your flesh instead. Be gone. Not you. Stay. Tell us a story. If I am not entertained, you die. If I don't like his cooking, you die. If I don't... I get it. If you don't like it, I die. You sound exactly like Mom. You interrupt me again. You die. I like this game. Now, a story. Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. I need chicken, chili peppers, oil. We don't have chili peppers. Maybe these will do? Those smell pretty hot. Oh, Khan like his meals like he like his women. Hot, often, and on a table. That's not the most politically correct approach, but we'll, we'll go with that. Politically? Forget about it. Let's just coat the chicken and get into making a pepper slurry. Get on that while I check your pantry. <gasps> Khan doesn't like strange hands in my pants tree. Why you give him the ghost peppers? No one comes into my kitchen and poke around my pantry. When Khan eats that chicken... Bossy Pale Man will be banished to the land of wind and ghosts. Oh, you bad? I bad. I bad. You know it. Woo! Quiet now. Here he come. We'll add a bit of garlic and ginger. It's going to be a treat. This dinner will be my ticket to run the wall. No way he won't give me permission after this. I have a feeling you'll be running for your wife. Shh. What? She said you'll be running. What a wife. It's my life. But it's now or never. Your chicken going to taste much better. Might as well we're while you arrive. I don't know, Charlie. Maybe this is a mistake. It's not like you have a choice. I mean, Merlin's a pretty sharp guy. You gotta get back to 1915 and get hitched. Uh, yeah, but we still haven't solved the bride dilemma. What about Isabel? This is... No, no not, not Isabel. 
Well, considering your limited social circle, there's only one woman it could be. Not Anna. No. No. What's her name? McNish. Uh, she doesn't exactly seem like the marrying kind to me. You guys ready for another one? Yeah, two more of these and uh, two fireballs. I'm not in a fireball kind of... Two fireballs, Erica. Coming right up. Slancha. It's just too much to think about. Slancha, then think, but not too much. Okay, Slancha it is. Ugh. Oh, that burns. Burns with greatness! Ugh, if you <clears throat> say so. Two more fireballs, Erica. I need a break before... Let's upgrade to four. Okay, geez, I'll, I'll drink them. <clears throat> so what do we know? New York City, 1915, right? And the wedding ring. And the pieces of the invitation and the other bits and pieces. Yeah, the invitation doesn't have her name on it, so no reason it can't be her. Four fireballs. The regret you'll be feeling tomorrow comes free of charge. Line them up and knock them down. <sighs> oh, okay. I'm just going to take a breather and sip my beer for a while. Not an option. We increase our consumption exponentially. Ocho mas, Erica. You know, it would be more cost-effective to just buy a bottle at a liquor store. That would cost you the pleasure of our company. I can't prevent a time anomaly with alcohol poisoning. What you lack is fire in the belly, which this beverage will supply. Yeah, but this is like Bucknell drunk. Did I ever tell you how I got my nickname? Here you go, guys. Eight fireballs. Thanks. Aren't you two getting anything to drink? McNish! We were literally just talking about you. Mm-hmm, I believe it. I can't decide what smells more like piss. The toilet or the rest of this place? Uh, why don't I leave you two lovebirds alone? Look, this would be better if I wasn't kind of wasted right now, but I really have to talk to you. Ooh, why so serious? We have to get married. Why? Are you pregnant? No. I, I mean... I don't think so. Uh, look, it's not about that. It's about life and death. Mine? Everybody's. And that includes me? Yes. Steve, look, you're cute and we have fun, sure, but I'm not the marrying kind. I know. I mean, I'm not asking because I... I mean, I do, but it's... Do you know Merlin? The wizard? Yes. I know of him, yes. Okay, well... He told me, see, there's this wedding invitation, and it's for 1915, and, and my name's on it, and the bride is kind of a TBD thing, and apparently it's going to be the end of the world if this time anomaly happens. Sounds serious. It is. This is the most creative way anyone's tried to get another date with me. It's not. I'm not, I mean, this, the world is going to end if we don't do this. There's no other way. You have to. You have to. You absolutely have to. All right, all right, I'll marry you. Would that make you a little less mod? Thank you. It won't mean anything, Steve. Just doing my part to prevent an apocalypse. I'll have the annulment paperwork drawn up in advance. Well, maybe we could give it some time. I'd bet you enjoy it. You don't know my life. You said there was an invitation? Yeah, here. All right, see you a hundred years ago. I will hear more of these West Philadelphia playgrounds. Yes, those sound like fierce warriors indeed. Gentlemen, prepare to have your socks blown off. Socks? 
Wall sucks! Almighty Khan, I think you should know I think you have some immigrants working back there in your kitchen. They didn't look Mongolian to me. When it comes to overhead, sometimes even Khan has to look the other way. I can't even get Mongolians to work for peanuts, but those Chinese, well... What are you trying to say about my people? Let's not have this argument again! Gentlemen, gentlemen, put the national pride aside and eat some of this delicious chicken while it's still hot. What do you call this recipe? I'll let the mighty Khan decide. I will name it after you, my old friend and sometimes nemesis, General Sao's Chicken. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. May the winds of change fill your sails with good fortune. I like that. Every meal I eat should come with a clever little saying. What a great idea! Like a fortune cookie? You've got all the best ideas, Confather Genghis. I like the sound of that. But now, on to this delicious General Zhao's chicken. This has some serious heat. Oh, it burns! It burns! <laughs> the great Khan is dying! This has all been a clever Chinese trick. First, we build a wall and tell the Mongol horde it is to keep us from invading Mongolia. And they believe that story. <laughs> but what about me? Brave General Chao, you shall not have died in vain. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite dead yet. Why did you plunge a knife into my chest? We can't have any witnesses. This is the worst family reunion ever. Let's get out of here. Son of a turd burglar, that was close. I never did get to run the Great Wall. I never even got to see the Great Wall. We escaped with our lives and your cooking killed Genghis Khan and General Zhao. It's a pretty full day. What are you two doing back already? Steve, Charlie, it, it wasn't my fault this time. I demand a refund. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, buckaroo. We don't do refunds. Did we force you back through the portal? No, but I... Were you dropped off in the right time and place? Yes, but I... That's the deal, my friend. We do offer discounts to repeat customers. Ask Mike. He's a frequent flyer. Anybody know if the gas station up the street has a security camera? Mr. Atwood. I need some dough. Tell him about our frequent flyer program. Yeah, it's true. They're always there to take my money and send me on my way. If I stick my hand under my shirt like this, does it look like I have a gun? Yeah, I'd believe it. Don't encourage him. Mmm. -hmm. This is the most delicious chicken I've ever had. Oh, listen to this. A friend asks only for your time, not your money. You're supposed to save that for dessert. I live by my own rules. You should know that by now. Hmm. A good way to keep healthy is to eat more Chinese food. A commercial? My fortune cookie is a freaking commercial? That isn't even true. Why, the MSG alone... We have been eating Chinese for centuries, and the MSG hasn't ever been an issue. Here's another cookie. The second one's the one that counts. Good clothes open many doors. Go shopping! Now there's a fortune I can sink my teeth into. Shall we? 
let's. Two nice guys getting real sci-fi, making trouble of an ancient kind. If you get impatient, just keep in mind that it's about time. Thanks for listening to the Cardinal James Show's production of It's About Time. Please visit itsabouttimetravelagency.com and join our listeners club. Members will have the opportunity to win It's About Time merchandise in addition to getting advance notice of upcoming events. And if you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a review. Doing so will help spread the word and build our listener community. It's About Time, The Great Wall, starring Charlie James and Stephen Cardinal, was written by Rob Britt and Douglas Clinton and featured the voice talents of Ryan Alert, Tara Halwinger, Douglas Clinton, Raul Ceballos, Nat Jones, Rob Britt, Layla Ald, and Tessa Payne. Sound editing by Charlie James. Artwork by Sheila Kern. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <sighs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O. Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Roxbrocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's... Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Whoa! Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome! You definitely have that right, my good man! <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Mary! My pleasure, Billy! And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere! Or at digitalvaudeville.com! That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com! <laughs>